Recording in progress. Good evening, all. Thank you very much for coming along to join me. And thank you to those of you who are listening along. Uh, always lovely to have you. Today, this is going to be a big one, one I've been looking forward to for a little while. This one is about uh, conditioning high personal standards. Uh, last time we were on the pod, on the little, um, on the <laughs> doing a little seminar or whatever you want to call it, uh, we were talking about discipline. And this kind of comes alongside it as um, a nice little, a nice little compliment. We're talking about why it is uh, that you want to condition high personal standards and what it is that I've found uh, over the years helps people to do that the most easily. Okay, so the the simple fact is, is that if you want to be successful, you're going to need to have high personal standards. Okay, we're not operating where we're at school. We're not operating where, you know, you can just rely on me to, to kind of to catch up with you and even catch you out of the things that you aren't doing properly. The only way that this is going to work for the long term and the only way that you're going to be able to make this this work in a way that actually suits you for the rest of your life is that you are actually holding yourself to account and keeping yourself to the right level of the right standards and keeping yourself up to scratch um, and not necessarily being overly reliant upon somebody else. The fact of the matter is, is that in, well, any area of life, really, there the, the the truth is is that you if you're going to want to be successful you need you need to have high standards i mean that can be if you're a footballer that could be if you're any kind of sportsman working in any kind of job which has you know a decent level of responsibility um and to, the fact of the matter is is that most of the people that i work with do have those kinds of jobs the fact you know if you need the only way you're going to get yourself there is is through having a high standard so that's what we're going to be talking about today and the thing that we're going to be talking about specifically is not necessarily how to improve standards across the board, but how to improve your your personal standards that you hold yourself to in your health and fitness. Now, obviously, there is a crossover to those two things. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm only interested in doing that. And what we're most interested in doing is um, is actually trying to find out where it is that you operate with good personal standards already in your life. And then trying to sort of translate that across to your health and fitness so that we can actually use the strength that you already have as opposed to you starting from scratch. The last point is um, is that standards are everything, essentially, when it comes to actually working on your health and fitness. Because people, lots of people talk a good game. Lots of people make lots of promises. Lots of people will continually turn up again and again and again making the same promises. But ultimately, it comes down to what you expect from yourself, what it is that you're prepared to put into it. And as the screen says, the standards will separate the doers and the talkers. So what we're going to do is we're going to run through, this won't take too long, um, and we're going to try and keep this as sort of concise as you can um, and essentially load it with as many actionables as possible. But we're going to run through nine different ways that you can operate um, sort of in order that you can so nine different methods that you can use to implement um, today so that you can operate with higher standards. And the first one is that you never switch off completely. So something that actually helps to elicit a, be a greater sense of identity with what it is that you're doing um, and not necessarily um, have you sort of going yo-yoing on and off is that you never switch off completely. So health and fitness needs to become part of your identity in terms of the, the essence of, of who you are, rather than something that you're doing 
um, and you have to do it in order to achieve an outcome. But the second that you get the opportunity to, you switch off and you just completely, you completely go, you know, um, sort of awry. Ask yourself the question, what is it that triggers you or causes you to, to want to say that you're you're off it? Catch yourself in the moment of when you think that you're just going to switch off and relax and then start to ask questions about what it is that you can do in order to try to interrupt that pattern or alternatively, what it is that you can do in order to actually get yourself back on track and, and actually not switching off completely. One of the things that I'm always talking about is thinking of your, your health and fitness as a dial. So you want to be doing some activity every week. You want to make sure you're eating properly. You want to make sure that you're you're planning things out. You want to make sure that you're you're ticking all the basics at least slightly, even in the very worst situations, so that then ultimately your 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 momentum is continuing. Um, and you know, you're not ever in that position where you have to kind of get on the wagon and start again. There is a very deep consequence to you switching off completely. And that deep consequence is that you will always associate the true your true self when you're being your true self with somebody who isn't doing health and fitness and it's just it's just something that you do to to cover it up if you commit that you're never going to ever let it go completely then it becomes a part of you and it's much easier for you then to continue operating with those good standards the second thing is and this is something that i see there's something i observe a lot is that optimizing your personal organization is absolutely critical to having decent standards because you can't hold yourself to account if you don't have a good structure okay so for example when you're at work people will be doing things like they'll be managing employees they'll be delegating they'll be um working within a team keeping to deadlines doing you know project management adjusting things um sort of measuring things going through reviews and you know you know checkpoints and all this kind of stuff the kind of stuff that i'm encouraging you to do with your your fitness and this is this is a gear that you all have in a certain context all we're asking is that you apply that gear to this context so that you get the you get the best out of it um, and you actually you're able to maximize your productivity in your organization so that you can then hold yourself to account in the same way you that you do anybody who's successful in fitness are people that are aware of what's in their food they are aware of what's going on with or when they're going to be able to train they know what they're um, their backup plan is if they can't train they're aware of the consequences of their actions they're constantly keeping um you know a, 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 they're kind of keeping it top of mind this is not something that's ever just purely um especially when you go in a stressful situation it's never something that you just do you have to work your way through it and the more structure and the more the more that you can optimize your your personal organization the easier it's going to be for you to be able to actually set standards and then and then maintain them and ultimately that's that's what we want okay the third one is something that a lot of you might actually sort of feel a bit uncomfortable with, but I think it's something that that makes a big a big difference, especially when it comes to the training, which is not being shy about the fact that you have higher standards than most people. And um, I think often we we don't want to draw attention to ourselves in the sense that we don't want to be seen through the person. It's not. It's a very kind of um, I see it quite as kind of like a, a very British mindset of the not wanting to stand out, not wanting to be seen to be trying too hard um, and not wanting to, you know, have people think, oh, you know, well, they think a lot of themselves and that kind of thing. I think that actually having the confidence to 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 push yourself and not caring about how that makes other people feel is is a is a big, big part of what what you need to be 
to be successful if you want to be in you know top 10 percent top five percent top one percent shape when you're standing on a beach or whatever then you're going to need to actually put the work in and in order to put the work in you're going to have to show people that you're doing it you're going to have to do this in front of people so you're going to have to go to go to dinners and lunches and stuff where you don't particularly care about what you're eating you're just doing it for work or something and you're going to have to be the person who says do you know what? i'm just going to have some some fish and i don't know some potatoes and broccoli or something whatever whatever they're having or you're going to have to be the person who in amongst a bunch of people in the gym who are sitting on their phones and scrolling and not really doing anything is absolutely going for it because they know that these are the standards they maintain and when you start to set your own standards outside of the people around you that's the point at which you have the best ability to actually make a big change and ultimately then detach yourself from the fact that you're just doing what everyone else is doing. So make sure when you're, and this is kind of the, the the epitome of what we're trying to make here is when you're in the gym, show people how hard you're working. Okay. Make sure that you're the person in the gym who is actually leading from the front and saying, look, I'm really going for it here. You don't need to be shouting and screaming and clanging the weights and stuff, but just be confident in yourself that there isn't anybody else in the gym right now who's putting more effort in than you are. The next thing I want you to think about is the fact that is actually um, all comes to basically how you value your energy and how you value your performance and ultimately how you value yourself, okay? So if you if you have high value and high appreciation and love and self-esteem, whatever you want to call it, then your food will be seen as an investment. It will be seen as something that is there to help to optimize your health, to optimize your well-being, as opposed to something just to sort of placate you um, and help to distract you from whatever it is that's going on. In order to set yourself to think about in terms of in order to set yourself a good standard with regards to your food you have to start thinking about your food as an investment not just in how you feel right now because chances are that a chocolate bar is going to actually make you feel better in the next 10 minutes but how it is that you want to feel today tomorrow how it is that you want to show up how it is that you want to sleep all that kind of stuff and then that then comes from what you how you feel about yourself in terms of what do i what does what does this person like for example if i talk about myself i'd say you know what does jeff what should Jeff be eating now? What's best for him to have for dinner? Whatever. What's the best thing for him to have dinner rather than thinking, what do I feel like eating right now? In order to set yourself good standards around food, you need to have that idea. But then when the more you set yourself with that idea, the more you're actually able to then sort of repeat that process. Because once you start to see how the positive changes affect you, then you actually start to value yourself a little bit more highly. Your self-esteem rises and so you actually then become the kind of person that doesn't want to let themselves down, that doesn't want to give themselves the crap option and actually wants to, you know, give themselves good food that's going to make them feel good and help them achieve the results that they want. And so that positive cycle is something that's very, very important when it comes to setting good personal standards and then ultimately maintaining them. Another thing that you can think, and this is sort of the next point, is how you, you want to try and master everything that you do. Now, this doesn't mean to be a perfectionist. Hopefully, if you know me at all, you'll know that perfectionism is not something that I naturally do. I'm more of a let's just give it a crack and see how it goes kind of guy. But the but what you should try to do is when you when you aim to do something, do it to the best of your ability. So that means that the more that you and this 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 builds from the, the very basics of every every little thing that you do. But if you're the kind of person um, and this is actually a. Uh, I, I mean, a bit of a tangent, but I don't know if you've watched the David Beckham Netflix documentary recently. Um, you know, the kind of example being is that, you know, he cleans his 
kitchen to within an inch of its life every day because that's just the kind of person he is what you tend to see with people who are really um are really successful whether that be in you know football or anything is that actually they have high standards with everything they're not happy just with a you know i'll just wipe the surface and I'll, I'll clean up the plates tomorrow or that kind of thing become the kind of person who does everything properly and does it well and have that expectation of yourself and have it begin with the smallest tiniest little sort of most granular parts of your day and then that will build the confidence will build the identity will shift and then you will start to become the kind of person who holds himself to that higher standard and will actually be find it easier to follow through because that's just who you are and what you do okay the next one is um really simple in the sense of the more that and this is kind of we're we're, we're attacking the whole idea of setting yourselves high standards we're, we're we're going around the same point but from different angles and this angle is thinking about rather than thinking about mastering everything on a granular level on on the in terms of the practical of what am i doing thinking about it the big picture is well what do i need to do in order to make myself more valuable so if i were to learn something or do something or help somebody in a certain way or anything like that which helps you to contribute more do more at work you know be more valuable the more valuable you are to the world, the more valuable you'll see yourself. And so therefore, the more inclined you will be to look after yourself properly, to eat the right food, to train properly, to make sure that you're cleaning up after yourself properly, to be organized, to, to do all those things and actually have the ambition of saying is don't think small, think bigger. How can I be more valuable? And what is it that I can do in order to actually make sure that 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 value or my personal value in terms of how I see and what I show up to the world is increasing week to week to week to week. The more valuable you think of yourself, the easier it is for you to hold yourself to a higher standard. Okay. The other one to think about is, and this is, and I want you to think about this in terms of um, sort of how you can action this. And this is something that I think is really, really important is asking, asking yourself two questions which three words would I use to describe myself when I'm at my best? And if that's not that easy to do, then potentially ask yourself, what three words would I use to describe myself when I'm at my worst? And then come up with their antonyms, okay? So thinking, make sure that whenever you're planning your thing, planning your, whenever you're making decisions about what you're going to do, you wanna put yourself in the best possible frame of mind in terms of setting goals, in terms of planning out your week, in terms of actually putting yourself in that situation where you're in the best possible state, best possible frame of mind, remind yourself of what those are by just writing down three words for whatever it is. It might be that you're at your best when you're being selfish, if you're somebody who finds themselves spreading themselves too thin, trying to please other, please other people. It might be that you're most at your best when you're mindful or when you're, um, you know, you're sort of authoritative or assertive or it, it doesn't matter whatever whatever it is that's your your thing make sure you're aware of that and you've written that down before you start to make decisions about what you want to do in the future because the worst thing you can do is set goals when you're in a in a small headspace when you're in the i can't do it when you're having self-doubts when you're you know you're not sure that you can do it think of you try to make sure you're you're thinking your at your highest level when you set these things because then you're setting yourself the the opportunity to grow into your your ambition as opposed to just trying to sort of just hold the fort and keep you there right so take some time and think about what you think your three success words are 
basically a couple more to finish. And these are kind of, again, kind of bigger picture things. The first one being is we aren't on our own, even, you know, things like, you know, friends, family, work colleagues, you know, it could be your boss, employees, anyone, people need you to show up at your best, at your A game. Who is, and you know, who is it that needs you at your best? With this in mind, I think a lot of the time people are much, I mean, there's there's tons of studies out there that, you know, people are better at filling out their their dog's prescriptions than their own because actually they're better, they care more about their pets than they do about themselves. If you think about who else needs you when you're at your best, it makes it a lot easier for you to actually come to get your head into the right place to sort of to be to get yourself vibrating at the right frequency and then you can start to think about the all the different things that that we were talking about in terms of you know improving your your value investing in yourself building your self esteem you know thinking about the little things all of that kind of stuff and then the last one is and this is this is kind of the the final point that really sort of ties it all together when you're trying to set new standards it's very easy for you to that that last one was kind of the sense of you've got you have to think big enough the other thing is is often some people can think too big and if you're too if you're if you're the kind of person that regularly sets targets and misses them then potentially you are too much of a dreamer and not enough of a doer okay so you have to also combine the fact that you're thinking of you know what's my potential where am i at my best you know who needs me now like thinking big with also thinking having the humility in order to set realistic expectations of yourself because the, there's nothing kills confidence and nothing kills your own personal standards faster than you not holding them and you not keeping to them so if you say to yourself you're going to plan your food out every week and then you don't then it's like congratulations you can't stick to things that you said you could if you say to me i'm going to achieve a minimum of you know i'm going to lose 6 pounds in 12 weeks and then you don't all you're doing is reassuring yourself that when I set myself a goal, I don't really need to hit it. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's that kind of, it's, you know, it's whatever. And that compounds, whereas the opposite also compounds. If you're the kind of person that publicly displays, I'm going to make sure that I train 10 times in the next month. And then you know that, oh shit, I've said I have to train 10 times in the month. Your brain goes, well, hang on. No, I have to train 10 times in the next month or else, you know, because you respect the things that you've said. So make sure that you're combining a combination of between Thinking big enough to push yourself if you're the kind of person who's kind of potentially thinks is too small minded about what they're doing, gives themselves too easy of a time, but doesn't think about their potential. And then other, on the other hand, make sure that you're setting goals that you're you're feeling humble, you're, that, sorry, that are, uh, are humble enough for you to actually succeed, to build the confidence and actually build that, that self-esteem, that self-love, that self-respect, whatever you want to call it, that means that you're going to actually action the goals that you set on and listen to yourself when you set things okay so hopefully that's been good try to structure that in a way that would make make sense um to kind of in summary what we need to do is we need to make sure that you are doing your best to work on both think about the big picture and the, the sort of the granular stuff and make sure you're um setting yourself proper standards that you can hold to because ultimately the goal is always to be the uh, the driver of your own progress okay so um i'm just there to, to to help to oversee that kind of thing and keep you going so hopefully that's been useful um thank you very much for those that have come along and also for listening along too um and i hope to speak to you all very soon thank you very much <laughs>